Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family relationships and our testimonies of Christ. I am Michael, and I am on my own today. I do not have my Kiana with me uh, to help me out. Uh, We are starting this new Sunday cast. We felt inspired to uh, do something a little bit extra for uh, your morning um, Sabbath day uh, routine. Or maybe you want to listen on a Saturday to get ready for Sunday because Saturday is a special day to get ready for Sunday. So uh, we wanted to get this started. Uh, This is going to be one of those ad-free things. Uh, We don't want it to be anything distracting uh, from the spirit that you feel on on the Sabbath. So this is going to be going hand in hand with our other episodes, uh, but this is a little bit less of the the social sphere in the world and a little bit more of just diving into the scriptures, which uh, we want to do a little bit more of. We especially got a lot of uh, good comments about our spiritual uh, thought section. So, um, and forgive me too. I usually have a lot of time to think when I'm bouncing back and forth with Kiana And since she's not here with me for some of these portions, it might just be me, might just be her for some of these uh, as we're taking care of Coleman and we don't have a lot of times uh, to record as of yet. So uh, yeah, so bear with me there. And I will also say too that I was raised in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That is where my knowledge and understanding is from. I still attend uh, that church. And so if you would like to follow along with me or learn a little bit more, you can go to churchofjesuschrist.org or you can follow the Book of Mormon app. And remember that what is said here is just our opinions, okay? And I hope and pray that you do, if you have not read the Book of Mormon yet, I hope and pray that that you do that um, because it has absolutely changed my life. Um, So uh, just wanted to... To jump in here, the the episode title here is about the penitent. Oh, and one other thing, sorry, uh, more announcement here is um, this isn't going to follow Come Follow Me directly. Um, That's the manual that we use at church. Um, It'll probably overlap at times. Um, So just know that, you know, this is kind of like an an extra thing on the side. Um, I'm not any professional on on, uh, you know, that, but we are also reading Come Follow Me, so that's probably going to have some effect. Um, so we're going to, if we do have those messages, we're going to try to stay up to date for whatever, you know, the week coming up to Sunday school is, but just know that this doesn't follow directly. Directly. Okay, so the joy of the penitent. So I came across this verse in um, the Book of Mormon. I was doing a study about happiness. I said that in one of our previous podcasts, and this verse has just stuck out to me so much in the last uh, couple of weeks um, as I've just been been thinking about the study of happiness. And if you have not done that study, I encourage you to do so. There's lots of other studies too, like um, Russell M. Nelson has invited us also to study Christ. Um, and, and that's easy. You just go to the index or topical guide and you just go through each scripture. And it's a really fun way to study the scriptures because you see how together um, the Bible is, the Book of Mormon is. It's not a bunch of different ideas. It's it's a lot of u- unity in ideas, which is really kind of cool. So, um, came across this verse, Alma chapter 27, verse 18, and that's in the Book of Mormon. And I'm going to read 17 along with this. And to give some context, Ammon, um, well, Alma and the sons of Mosiah, they have been going out on missions. Ammon had converted 
a huge group of Lamanites, and he they were all kind of meeting together, getting ready to go up to Zarahemla to talk about, hey, what are we going to do with these guys? Because they can't stay down there. Um, they're going to, you know, they can't stay down there in the land of Nephi. I know that gets confusing, but they can't stay down there because uh, they're going to be in trouble if they do. So, you know, that that's getting brought up. Anyway, that's just a little bit of context there. Uh, but as they meet together with, with Alma and, and they're talking about these things, uh, Ammon has a really interesting experience. So verse 17, it says, Now the joy of Ammon was so great, even that he was full. Yea, he was swallowed up in the joy of his God, even to the exhausting of his strength. And he fell again to the earth. And he did that quite frequently. That's why he said it again. Now was this, <clears throat> sorry, now was not this exceeding joy. Behold, this is joy which none receiveth, save it be the truly penitent and humble seeker of happiness. Now, when I first saw the word penitent there, and I've heard it before, but I thought, oh, that probably means uh, meekness because, you know, that is, you know, usually used with, with humility. And uh, though there's some connection there, it's actually more similarly connected to the word contrite, contrite heart and broken spirit, right? Uh, so I did some looking up on this, and this is what was really cool. I went to, um, I usually search things first in Google, and then I go to uh, Noah Webster's Dictionary. And um, if you haven't used that as a study guide with the Book of Mormon, then please consider doing so. It's really cool because um, it's uh, Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary, which is very close to the time that the Book of Mormon was finished um, in 1830. So this is essentially the language that the Book of Mormon was translated into. Um, now, there are some things that we can learn from from being in a more modern age with this, uh, but it's really cool to go back and you know, study those things out of that. So in the 1828 dictionary, I looked up the word penitent and I was just so taken back by this. This is why I've thought about this verse so much. It says the definition of penitent is suffering pain or sorrow of heart on account of sins, crimes or offenses, contrite, sincerely affected by a sense of guilt and resolving on amendment of life. And I thought that was such a deep meaning, right? Because if you look up uh, the definition of uh, penitent, even in this in the scriptures or in scripture sources, typically they'll also use it to um, as a synonym with repentant. And I don't like that as a perfect comparison because the word penitent is so rich, and and how it it is used here in these verses. Now I I don't hate that. Uh, you know, repentant is used because it's it's fairly accurate because of what is resolved. But to me, what this is saying, I mean, it says all of this definition, and then at the very end, it says resolving on an amendment of life. So it's basically someone who has traveled through sorrow on account of sins or something that they did, right? Um, at least in this definition, and then resolved to change, to repent, right? So So repentant is correct. But penitent also includes the suffering and sorrow of the heart, not just the part where you decide, I'm going to change. Um, and uh, I think that if we take this definition, it brings a lot more 
benefit to the word repentance and what that means for us, right? So that's why I think it's good to say, okay, penitent is part of repentance, uh, contrite is part of repentance, and those help us to see the bigger picture of what repentance really means. So I thought that that was cool. So so let's take that for a little bit, keep in your mind the uh, uh, penitent definition as one who has traveled through sorrow and ends up at repentance, right? And what that means. And uh, we're going to go through a couple more uh, verses here. Uh, let's see what I have written down. Isaiah. So this is going back to the Bible. Isaiah, uh, Old Testament, Isaiah 57, 15 through 16. And uh, if we turn there, gave you a second there. It says, For thus saith the high, high and lofty, one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. Talking about God. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. So there it is, contrite and humble. And it's crazy. I, I've been seeing this more and more, this this comparison with um, contrite and humble and how they can be used synonymously. So you can put penitent in there or contrite. To receive the spirit of the humble and to receive the heart of the contrite ones. I just think this is so beautiful how this is written. For I will not contend forever. Neither will I be always wroth, for the spirit should fail before me and the souls which I have made. So God's saying, look, I'm not going to beat you up forever. I'm not going to contend forever. I'm going to revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the contrite ones, right? I just really love this language, this message that God is saying, I want to revive you. I don't want to fight with you forever, right? Like, uh, just think about this, right? As a, if you're a parent out there, um, or even if you're a child of a parent, and you all are to some extent, or had someone who uh, raised you, right? You don't want to just fight with them all the time. That's not what you want. And, and God's saying, as your father, I'm feeling the same thing. I just want you to change. And you, you've got to travel through sorrow to learn that at some point, Right? You got to learn your lesson while you're here. This is this is a uh, you know part of the experience of being here is traveling through sorrow and sin, and none of us are going to avoid it. Uh, you all uh, may know. I mean, if you've listened to some of our previous episodes, I've had to struggle with pornography, and um, you know, and and that's hard being in the church and being raised. Uh, and, and having some of the messages that come at you with that. And, and uh, you know, it's an, an issue that has, has not fully been understood, right, by us people. But God understands it. He knows that this is part of the journey, um, is, is to go through this. And that's the purpose of, of us being here. It, this all leads back to the, the, the purpose of us being here. And, and uh, part of our purpose is to make mistakes and be forgiven, and, and God's saying, don't seek after sin. Wickedness never was happiness, right? Don't seek after it, but you're going to run into it. Whether you like it or not, you're going to sin. You know, and don't think that you're not going to. Try your best. But really, what's important is that you learn to repent. You learn to change when the sin happens and not get too bogged down with it. Because then you're not going anywhere. Satan wants to trap you in sin. And what God's saying is, I want to give you the tools to push past that, to get out of that sin. That's repenting. And and Satan hates that. Right? 
And, uh, you know, remember with these things, this is my opinion. These are the things that I've learned, um, you know, in, in, in my head and, and, uh, uh, take them as you will. Okay. Now let's move on to the definition of contrite. This is also in the Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary. And I, I love this definition of contrite, by the way, uh, both contrite, even though, uh, contrite and penitent can be used synonymously, they do have slightly different meanings and feelings towards them, right? So that's what this definition is here. It says, for contrite, literally worn or bruised, hence brokenhearted for sin, deeply affected with grief and sorrow for having offended God. Which, by the way, if you go to True to the Faith, um, which we used to have, we don't, uh, I don't even know if it's in LDS Library still, um, but if you have an old uh, copy of it, that is what the definition of godly sorrow right there. Sorrow for having offended God, not sorrow for having done the sin, not the, and it actually says in there, it says it's sorrow for having offended God, not for the natural consequences of sin. That's not godly sorrow. That's important. It's important to feel natural uh, consequences that come from your sin. But this is the kind of sorrow that that connects you back to God that says, like, I, I'm not just feeling sad because I smoked a cigarette and that made me feel not good in my body. And I know I shouldn't do that. And why am I so stupid for doing that? That's not that sorrow for having offended God. Um, godly sorrow uh, being contrite is is having this this feeling of, you know, I'm really sad because I love God and he loves me and I have made him sad. Um, I have done, I've gone against his will and that's not what I should be doing here. Um, so anyway, uh, it continues and it says humble, penitent as a contrite sinner. Okay. So that's, that's that definition there. So I wanted to bring those uh, to the table today. And then, um, I wanted to bring some promised blessings here. These, uh, Sunday casts will be a little bit shorter. So they're there for your, uh, uh, as you're getting ready for church or whatever. So 15, 20 minutes shouldn't be too hard, right? Um, this is going back to the Book of Mormon. And I thought that this this was um, crazy <laughs> to think that this was written in the scriptures to me. Um, so if, going to Alma 42, 23 and 24, it says, Mercy claimeth the penitent. Um, now I'm just going to stop there for a second. Uh, just just let that sink in. You know, that's, if you're someone who's traveled through sin and sorrow, know that that is a blessing in the scriptures, okay? That mercy claims the penitent. It claims you. If you've made mistakes, it claims you. Not the person who walked perfectly. Mercy claims you, right? And mercy cometh because of the atonement, and the atonement bringeth to path the resurrection of the dead, and the resurrection of the dead bringeth back man, men into the presence of God. That's just amazing. So it starts with, it's basically saying, if you are penitent, because of mercy, we'll bring you all the way back to God. What an amazing, an amazing, amazing thing. And then uh, it says in verse 24, None but the truly penitent are saved. None. Okay, so you have to go through this. None but the truly penitent. So he's saying, look, I'm not just going to save you, you know, because, you know, you're you're doing everything perfectly. 
But I think that mostly what this message is, is saying if you do wickedly and you don't repent, because everyone is going to do wickedness at some point in their life, everyone's going to sin. If you don't repent, you're not going to be saved. But if you're penitent, so so just recognize that as a blessing. If you have traveled through sorrow, once again, I'm going to say that, traveled through sorrow and you have repented of your forget, you've repented of your sins, you will be forgiven and you will be saved. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, uh, please follow us wherever you have podcasts. If you'd like to continue uh, listening to these, um, we're, we're going to keep them uh, unproblematic for the most part, as much as um, our opinions can, can help do that. So uh, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you're having a wonderful Sabbath day. And yeah, please, please be sure to follow us uh, to to catch these in the future. And with that, we will see you next Sunday. Thank you.